0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 72 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the ever-present Buck Rundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. Ah, <sighs> got through that yet again. Now, let's, let's, let's just lay it out there now, get it out there in advance. Caregiver Katie is not present currently. And we have some social liabilities on four legs running around behind Buck. And they may be disruptive.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm just going to go ahead and make a small amendment to that statement. And switch everything you said. Keep it the same. Except for we will change it to probably will be a nuisance not maybe but probably will be but other than that you know i'm i'm actually kind of excited for uh for this week's lineup because you know we had discussed earlier in the week about you know our content and how we get a lot of articles with more fluff and you know it's headlines i i i i'm a victim of clickbait in a a lot of these episodes that we put on and you know cuz we try to read them organically and so Raz and I have taken advantage of the fact that I suffer from a cognitive dis- disability and I went through and read most of these articles and can't remember dick about them so it's as good as organic <laughs> and 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 I did my best to vet them out some like there's there's a, a huge like asterisk on on that sum but, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident. And uh, I'm interested to see if, uh, if we kind of, you know, hit the nail on the head here or if uh, we need to continue getting somebody else to vet this shit out. But either way, let's have some fun. Well, the What do we got?
0: We, the first one we got is from boconewsnow.com. And, of course, we start our, our show with the ever-present Florida woman. Because a Florida woman who was a designated driver charged with DUI in Delray Beach this is being reported out of Delray Beach. The designated driver is the person who is not supposed to drink. But a police report retained by Bocanewsnow.com suggests that Nivla Khan may have misunderstood her role. The self-proclaimed designated driver was charged with DUI on Monday and later provided a breath sample of .14 and .137. Just as a reminder, the legal limit in Florida is .08. She was arrested by the Delray Beach Police Department in the area of West Atlantic Avenue and Congress Avenue. From the police, on uh, October 11th, 2021, I responded to the area of 2100 West Electric Ave- oh, I'm sorry, Atlantic Avenue in reference to a report of a vehicle stopped in the middle of an intersection. The caller described the vehicle as orange or red. The passenger w- w- with a sole female occupant uh, moving around the vehicle with the interior light on. Officer Reinhardt observed the vehicle traveling westbound as she approached the intersection and watched it make a sudden turn from uh, far left lane into a parking lot on the east side of the road. Officer Reinhardt stopped the vehicle and observed a white female in the driver's seat. The female presented her Florida driver's license which identified her as Nivla Khan. Khan was the sole occupant of the vehicle. At that time I arrived and made contact with Khan. Khan exited the vehicle and was unsteady on her feet. Khan stated she was driving erratically due to losing her phone in the vehicle and trying to locate it. Khan stated that she drove from a restaurant in Florida, Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida, where she consumed one margarita. Khan advised that she was the designated driver and she just dropped her friend in Boca Raton and was headed home. Khan stated that she dropped her phone while making a U-turn in Atlantic Avenue, which indicates that she passed her home. Khan stated that she struck the curb when making the U turn, which caused her to drop her phone. Khan stated she also had drinks at the Master's Grill in Boca, uh, Boca Raton prior to her time in Hollywood. Khan then changed her account and stated that she only had iced tea at the Master's Grill. Khan was overly talkative and some di- had some difficulty balancing. Khan's eyes were droopy, and there was an odor of an unknown alcoholic beverage coming from her breath. Based on the circumstances, I requested that Con submit to a roadside standardized field sobriety test to dispel my suspicion that she may be impaired. Police alleged that she became difficult and com- uh, had difficulty completing many of the requested tests and later refused to sign a citation. She was eventually charged with DUI and careless driving, <laughs> the court date pending.
1: Well, I'm going to go ahead and get the elephant out of the room here. A couple of elephants out of the room. Um, from where I was paying attention, um, designated driver means that you don't drink. <laughs> that, that's that's the first and foremost, uh, you know, takeaway from this this whole thing is that if you volunteer to be a designated driver, you have undertaken the responsibility for everybody else to have as much fun as they want to and arrive back to where they were where they started from safely. So you are not allowed to be impaired. Now, on the flip side of that, you are also not liable for the costs of your gas, food, or sodas at the bar. And if you do receive a tip, please refer that person and a copy of your receipt to Raz at, uh, you know, he'll submit the email address. But you, you send that to us and we'll, we'll shout him out here. But either way, that's step one. Designated driver, don't drink. Step two, one margarita. That could have been very true. We just don't know the size of the glass.
0: Yeah, what was it, a bucket?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, this woman obviously knew how to count to one.
0: It's one of those those fish bowls they bring the drink out in.
1: (laughs) Right, right. She just may have confused, you know, not even confused. She must be very liberal with her serving sizes and that's 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 whatever. The fact of the matter is she blew a point one four and a point one three seven, And that's that's well outside the limits of a designated driver who should be blowing like zero. A zero?
0: Yeah. You know? I don't even think I ever got somebody that hot that that high on a breathalyzer when I was uh playing around with the hand sanitizer.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we did used to do that. <laughs> Yes, we did. Oh, man. You know what, though? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Okay? Raz and I, we were guilty of playing with that particular piece of equipment. However, we were very good at disguising every single one of those instances as a training opportunity for a new hire. Because the turnover rate at our particular institution was so high that we could fuck around with that that breathalyzer unit once a week every week for the entire time we worked there and always always have to like train a new hire on it so fuck it but yeah we used to we used to get that thing out the hook <laughs> 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 like we were hard on that pain <laughs> oh, yes
0: we were it's amazing what you could accomplish with a the the inside of a pen a bottle of hand sanitizer and liberal application to the the, the stick that goes on the breathalyzer unit <laughs> boredom in, in is the mother always, or... <laughs> of
1: you know boredom boredom is the mother of invention but either way back to back to our lady here like what what part of like I,
0: I have first off z- I have zero sympathy like, in my life for anybody who gets
1: neither a DUI. neither
0: and, 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 and always get. and always you'd have that that dumb asshole that says well you you know you anybody can get a DUI We're, the ones that get DUIs are just the ones that got caught Bullshit! Bullshit! Mm -hmm. I'm going to call a spade on it, considering I've never been intoxicated in my life, but there's plenty of people out there who can drink responsibly and still not get behind the wheel of a vehicle.
1: Yeah, um, a very good way to not get a DUI is to don't drink and drive. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's just a big takeaway. I'm going to give this woman a three. Per our standing order of anybody charged with a DUI gets a three, I don't see her committing anything else other than being a dipshit. Um, um, uh, you know, I'm so I'm I'm happy with a three.
0: I'm really really hard pressed not to give her a four, just because you're you're endangering in other people's lives. Um,
1: mm, now, that is a true statement. The fact, no, she did. The, she, the fact she, that mm, she didn't get into an accident, I can't give her the five, but I really want to. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and co-sign your four though. I, I didn't factor that into my equation. I was very quick to, to judge there. You're right. She did put somebody else in danger. Everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that, yeah. But either way, four. And uh, what do we got up next, man? We're gonna, What's next in the gallery of We're, we're going to
0: stay in the great state of Florida, but you know what that means.
1: Give me the song. Florida man,
0: Florida man Does whatever the fuck he can Makes every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out. Here comes Florida man. Here comes Florida man as he's been indicted after shooting down the sheriff's drone. A federal grand jury has returned an indictment charging a Florida man with possession of a firearm as a convicted felon and destruction of aircraft. If convicted of both counts, Wendell Doyle Gooney I shit you not, 51, faces maximum penalty of 30 years in federal prison. The indictment also notifies Gooney that the United States intends to to forfeit a rifle and ammunition allegedly used in the commission of the offense. According to the court documents, on July 11th, deputies from Lake County Sheriff's Office responded to a burglary at a 10-acre business property in Mount Dora. Deputies deployed a law enforcement drone to assist with the outdoor search, only to have the drone destroyed by gunfire from a neighboring property. When deputies responded to the location, they confronted Gooney, who acknowledged he had just shot down the drone with a 22 caliber rifle. He claims that the drones had been harassing him. Gooney also admitted to the deputies that he could not lawfully possess a firearm, as he has 29 prior felony convictions in Florida. As a convicted felon, Gooney is prohibited from possessing firearms and ammunition under federal law. This case was investigated by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, the Department of Transportation of Inspector General, and the Lake County Sheriff's Office. It will be prosecuted by the Assistant United States Attorney Robert E. Bordner Jr. (laughs) What
1: a (laughs) dumbass! Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How the hell does one get 29 prior felony convictions in Florida?
1: I could answer that very, very certainly if you also let me see his employment record. Oh. (laughs) I doubt that this man has ever had any type of gainful or substantial employment in his life. And, yeah. Or, or... He just committed one really, really, really big like no no and got got the got the hammer just as smacked on him. Doesn't look like he's g doesn't look like he's the, the prime candidate for like uh a Rob Shapiro, that guy there, you know? Yeah.
0: So he guys he, a dipshit. But let me let me point <laughs> something out here to all those people out there going fucking drones. I he, he, he was doing God's work. As a licensed drone pilot, I will tell you you're a dumbass. Uh, you do not own the airspace above your home. Uh, as long as that drone is not being used to look in your windows uh, and, and 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 be honest to God harassing you, just because a drone is in the air is shit you can do about it. Do you shoot at the Boeing 747 that's flying over your house? You do not. Uh, I can fly a drone any damn place I want that the FAA says I can. And above your house is one of them. So... Put your damn guns away. Quit being a dipshit. Quit being afraid of the drone. Because nobody cares. Uh,
1: you know what? I, the only reason, no, I'm not even. I'm not even going to spare him. That I'm, I'm giving this man a five, and uh, and I'll and, and I will justify that with the fact that he is shooting at aircraft, and claiming it as harassment. Like you said earlier, shoot at the Boeing 747 in the air and see what happens to your happy ass then. You know, you you see if, you know, shooting at a plane and using harassment as your justification is, is, is even like there's there's hundreds of people up in the air on that thing that you're shooting at, you know, and I know that he's not shooting at a plane, but. And, here, the and here, has a high,
0: here's the next thing the man thing. has a
1: high proclivity for shit. Here, here's the next
0: thing, though. You're gonna get caught. Here's why. My drone, for example, and just like most drones on the market that are uh, actually like not just toys, it live streams back to my remote. It also records. Uh it also records on my remote, it records in multiple places, and guess what? I just saw everything. I know it went down. It's got GPS information. I know exactly where it happened. Furthermore, for me to fly a drone, I have to maintain line of sight on that device. I have to be able to see it with my own eyes or have another individual on a radio in constant communication with me that can see it. I cannot fly just by looking at the the display on my remote. So I'm pretty goddamn close. And if you shoot it down, I know where it happened. The GPS, I'm right. going to find it. And I'm going to call the police. And we're going to catch your ass. And guess what? You're going to get charged with federal felonies. You stupid hairless apes.
1: But Yeah, when... I mean, like I said, five. Five all the way. Yeah,
0: five all the way. This guy's dumb as shit. He needs to be in jail. Moving on. This one is... <laughs> I swear to God, what did, we just, we're not leaving Florida. Pinellas County man accused of defrauding unemployment system using stolen identities. This is in Pinellas County, Florida. As a Pinellas County man is accused of defrauding the unemployment system using stolen identities for more than a dozen people to collect unemployment benefits. According to charging documents, Quincy Moyer is accused of fraudulently using the personal identification information of 20 or more individuals. Detectives report that while arresting Moyer for another crime, they searched his backpack and found 18 different credit cards, 10 of which had different unique names imprinted on them, a key reader, and a magnetic strip reader slash encoder. Detectives say Moyer admitted that he purchased the blank credit cards online. Detectives also monitored his jail phone calls, and according to court documents, Moyer instructed his mom on a jail phone uh, how to log in and bypass the unemployment system and file claims. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: detectives said that they found unemployment benefit uh, debit cards in Moyer's backpack in names of three different victims. All three victims stated to detectives they never applied for unemployment benefits through the state of Florida, denied knowing Moyer and denied even authorizing Moyer to use their personal identification information. Detectives said they found three fraudulent benefit claims that Moyer used his personal address, email address, and phone number. During an interview with detectives, Moyer allegedly said he found a site on the dark web and spent $5,000 to purchase the personal information of his victims. According to court documents, a spreadsheet was found on Moyer's laptop that included 354 names, phone numbers, email addresses, and postal addresses and credit card numbers. Of those 354 names, detectives said some of them had, uh, also had social security numbers listed. During the investigation, detectives said they became aware of different scams perpetrated by Moyer involving the uh, criminal use of personal information. On February 28th, Moyer called his mother, and during the recorded conversation, Moyer instructed her to go to Walmart.com and purchase Apple Watches online and use a chime card for the method of payment. Detectives contacted Walmart and provided Moyer's cell cell phone number. They were able to locate 98 online purchases via Walmart.com. Of the 98 orders, 25 victims were located and contacted. detective said 25 victims uh, had purchases made on Walmart.com by Moyer for televisions and or electronic merchandise charged to the victim's credit card accounts. Each of these Walmart orders was linked to Moyer by his cell phone number, and some of the orders were delivered to his home. Each of these victims stated they never purchased the uh, applicable product from Walmart.com, denied knowing Moyer and denied ever authorizing Moyer to use their personal identification information. Detectives said they spoke with 12 additional victims of unemployment uh, claim fraud, identified through their investigative techniques, including reviewing unemployment claims provided by the DEO, linked to Moyer's email and or cell phone number and or home address, and reviewing spreadsheets on Moyer's laptop. During an interview, Moyer told detectives he he self-taught himself by researching online how to make unemployment claims. He reported making unemployment claims in New Jersey, Louisiana, Virginia, and Florida. Okay. So everything that he's, um, he's doing here is not simple. You know, I I was a fraud, I was a fraud investigator. All these things are not simple tasks to accomplish. You cannot just like read off of an FAQ, how to do this, um, the fact that he's pulling this off if this dude got a job, <laughs> he probably could have excelled at something. But Yeah. Yeah, a lot of you call criminals lazy. No, really they're not. Sometimes they gotta put a, a lot of work into what they do. They're just dishonest.
1: <laughs> right. Or or they just well, no, I mean like, you know, there's a whole bunch of different theories behind that and I'm no damn expert. Basically, at the end of this day, at the end of the day, this guy is a bit of a dipshit. I mean, like, a plus on everything. Like you said, it's quite impressive to be able to pull off heists like this. You know, identity theft. People think, oh yeah, it's commonplace and it's simple. You know, all you need is so no, no, that's not all you need. Like, you got to have your Ps and Qs arranged. And I don't know how this guy let the the, like the whole planning phase and execution phase of this, it, like it obviously didn't go off without a hitch because he's sitting in jail. But it seems like the one part, the flaw in his plan, was the paper trail. Well, using his own at that's like, the thing. Using he using used his, own he used his own
0: he used his own information. That's that's the that's the kicker. He should have. I'm not going to say it. Never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we almost crossed the line there, Raz. But now, man, you know, it. and, and then using a, re- like, it is fully disclosed. There are no secrets about it. When you go to prison, every time you hold a phone in your hand, it's being freaking recorded. It doesn't matter if it's through the glass in a visiting room. It doesn't matter if it's on the phone with your mom. The only privileged information that happens in prisons are between attorneys and their clients. And that is it. And it never happens on a prison phone.
0: And here's the thing. They they can have a conversation with their attorney over the phone. And the, the line is actually still recorded. But we're not allowed to listen to it. You know, the, the attorney will make a statement at the beginning of the phone call. This is attorney-client privilege, blah, 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 blah. Boom.
1: Um, regardless, though. Regardless. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're talking to your mom, but here's, your sister, your brother. You're like, come on, dude. But people, they, they make the
0: assumption that there's so many phone calls, they're not going to listen to all of them. But I think Buck can assure you that when I worked for probation, that every time he walked into my office, if I didn't have somebody in there I was actively having a discussion with, I had headphones on. Because I was listening to phone calls all the I used to time. interpret for you. Yeah.
1: I used to interpret for you. I, you know, I, I, like, you'd come at me with some bizarre shit, too. You'd be like, uh, hey, man, do you know how to speak Greek? I'm like, no. <laughs> Can you learn? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that. And that was always your next question. <laughs> but, you know, I I, you know what? I mean, like, I never became fluent in anything, but I learned a couple of handy little tricks but either way fact of the matter is dipshit I mean come on man like he unlies the entire webbing of his heist on a a recorded phone call like why are you doing this why are you doing like you oh man like he doesn't even have like a high school education in crime like dude come on man using your own info to link yourself back. Email address, phone number. They'll never crack this one.
0: They'll never crack Come the code.
1: <laughs> like you're spending hundreds of dollars of people's money. Hundreds. And, thousands. And, mm-hmm. Well, I'm just talking about like, you know, an Apple Watch for one person against one victim. That's six hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, depending on the Apple Watch you got. You do this exponentially. Like you're you're committing like some huge freaking big boy crimes now man why are you putting your own freaking phone number address email like why 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 like there's there is a better way and you've got this far how did you not like how was this the step that you overlooked that's what i want to know that's what that's what boggles my mind about this whole thing How did this step get overlooked? It should have been step one. Indeed. How do I keep myself away from this? This dude is committing crimes that affect people in some of the most disgusting and violating ways. And I'm going to give this dude a five.
0: I'm actually only going to give this dude a four. And here's the reason why. Uh, He's reprehensible. uh, Identity theft can really, really affect people in a lot of ways. Um... I have an excellent credit score, and if anything ever affected that, I'd want to murder somebody. Uh, but he didn't physically hurt anybody, and we talk about some really reprehensible people on this show, and I kind of want to reserve the five for the people that I want to put under the dirt.
1: Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to devil's advocate you there, man, because he may not be hurting somebody, but think of one of these victims of identity theft, man. How many suicides does that year your cause?
0: You're, people you're, who are victims? Of- you're allowed to disagree with me.
1: Right. Well, I'm just devil's advocating you. Know? I'm not trying to, like... Like, come on, you do it to me all the time. I do. Like, I'm just... Yeah. You know, i don't try to, I don't I like, don't try
0: to change your score, though. I just... This is the reasoning behind mine.
1: You know what? I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to give you that one. Because I normally don't argue with you back. You're normally the one who always, like, smacks me on the nose. So, yeah, you're right. It was a bit argumentative. I'm... Flag on the play. Foul recognized. And, uh... You know. Yeah.
0: Well, this next one is being reported from Glasgow. Uh, A Good Samaritan who helped fix a stranger's bicycle realized it was his own stolen bicycle. (laughs) A Good Samaritan who helped a man fix his bike realized he was fixing his own bike that he didn't know had been stolen. John Devlin, 64, stopped to repair the handlebars on a bicycle that Paul Hardy, 46, had earlier taken from his shed in Glasgow. Uh, drum chapel on june 18th mr devon was able to identify uh, the bike as his own mid repair due to the distinctive stickers and helmet attached to it he then remarked, that's mine before chasing the thief down the street Hardy pled guilty today in the glasgow county um, glasgow sheriff court to forcing open a lock shed he also admitted to having a knife without reasonable excuse or lawful authority Uh, Sheriff Joanna Johnson, QC, jailed Hardy for 15 months. Uh, The court heard Mr. Devlin's wife woke up at 6.30 a.m. to see the shed door broken and items strewn everywhere. Mr. Devlin headed home 10 minutes later from a night shift. (laughs) Okay, can I just point something out here? The thief was 46 years old, and he's going around breaking into people's sheds to steal bicycles. If if that, now, if that is the high crime going on in, in, in Glasgow, I'm ready to move.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm going to go ahead and amend the title here, or the article's title. It's not a good Samaritan. That is a great Samaritan. Stops to fix his own stolen bike. Man.
0: On his way home I mean, from work at a night shift.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like, this dude, like... Hats off to you. Now I understand he didn't know it was stolen right right then and there, but you know, I mean that's 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 a top of the tier guy, man. Like, kudos to him. He gets a negative five on the social liability score. Like, that's the kind of guy that we want to live next to.
0: But what that's about the a guy? Good that, neighbor. But what about the douche canoe that stole the bike?
1: Now, see, this guy has just now see it's hard for me to gauge this because I don't know how serious or grave, you know, somebody would look at stealing a bicycle in Scotland. Like, you know, maybe they, like it could very well have been. Well, no, that makes no sense. Never mind. I kind of just answered my own question. If it was primary motor transportation, he would have rode it home from work. So, never mind that. I'm gonna give this guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to say a three. You know, going in, breaking stuff around, just violating people's personal space. You know, it's not his first rodeo. It's not the first time he's done this, and and it's not the last time he's gonna do it. So what? He's been caught, but he's but like you said, all he's doing the high crime here is robbing a bicycle.
0: Well, he, like if you notice, he did get a quite lengthy jail sentence because um, in. In those countries, uh, in those locations, it is highly illegal to carry a knife. Any knife, period. Oh. End of story. That's what he got. I guarantee you that's what he got sentenced for, was the knife. Um, I mean, happy, a happy accident, you know, but we, they got him. Um, but I, I kind of want to throw it out there, too, that this dude got his ass run down by a 64-year-old man.
1: <laughs> by a great Samaritan. By a great Sumeritan of a man.
0: So I'm, I'm gonna give Douche Canoe a, a If it was here, I'd say a two, but since it's uh, where it's at, I'm gonna give it a three.
1: Yep, that's where I was that's where I'm sticking.
0: And we're back, and we're gonna have some more stories here yet to go, folks. So bear with us. This is being reported by ABC News a U.K. bakery has been ordered to stop using illegal U.S. sprinkles that contain E-127 food coloring. Yeah. A bakery in the U.K. said it has stopped making its best-selling cookie after it found to be using illegal sprinkles. (laughs) The owner of Get Baked in Leeds uh, has nothing good to say about the sprinkles available in the U.K. and was using imported ones from the United States. Anyone who's into sprinkles will know what I'm on about. Sprinkles can only get in this country that you can only get in this country are totally shit. They look wank and they bake wank. (laughs) The problem is that the American sprinkles contain E127, a food coloring also known as not even going to try it or Red Three. In the UK and European Union, use of uh, E127 is restricted. It is banned in edible foods except cocktail cherries and candied cherries. It's regulated in Australia, too. Along with cherries, it's also allowed in limited amounts of icing or frosting. Research has suggested the use of E127 in food has a negative effect on children's attention and behavior. Mr. Meyer said the bakery was reported to trade standards, which ordered them to stop using the sprinkles immediately. He said he would uh, follow the rules, but no longer makes the popular raspberry glazed donut cookie, which was covered in sprinkles, or put British sprinkles on any of their good uh, baked goods. Unfortunately, I'm only prepared to use them and no others, Myers said. If I can't use them, I won't use any. I will be on sprinkle strike and won't budge for no man. <laughs> The incident which has been dubbed Sprinklegate has suggested widespread media attention in the United Kingdom. Mr. Meyer said the bakery was being bombarded by the press and they had to delay opening the bakery on Thursday on local time. They're not letting the fame get to my head but I've employed a PA and she's going to get me a cappuccino (laughs) extra hot, no chocolate. (laughs) Manufacturers use E-127 dye Uh, to to dye Manishito cherries which are white to resemble a normal variety of cherry. It is the only food coloring that provides the appropriate color, doesn't bleed into the other fruit in a mixed fruit can, and has a stable shelf life.
1: (laughs) Sprinkle gate. (laughs) I can rally behind that. I don't really like sprinkles that much, by the way. But I mean, like, I like a good cause. And I could rally behind that. Like, that sounds like... That doesn't sound like anything violent at all. It sounds like snacks would be provided in any rallies. I mean, after all, it is a bakery, and I am handicapped. So I can feel entitled to some luxuries and creature comforts in life. And, uh... I'm an American, and I'll bring my motherfucking sprinkles wherever I want, and we can just bird and hippo that fucking cookie sprinkle relationship all the way to the damn picket line. That's what I'm saying.
0: So I, I, it doesn't sound like this dude had any malice. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smuggle in sprinkles. <laughs> it just sounds like he was told, "Hey, uh, that you can't have those." And He's like, "Okay," and decided to, you know, if people are gonna call me and make a big deal about it, I'm gonna get some publicity out of it good on him that's exactly
1: yeah yeah I mean like this this is a zero scoring round here I mean like this this guy just rolled with the punches I love that you know guys like well fuck me no fuck you I won't put sprinkles on shit you know well yeah I mean like you know what I mean that's like saying okay well that's fine I had great cookies with great sprinkles but now, now thanks to you and all your fucking naysaying, this whole island has to suffer with just good cookies. Thank you. That is your fault. Sit in your tower. Go back to London. Strike Bing Ben right in the subcockles, and have a good fucking day.
0: <laughs> Our next story is coming out of Atlanta from Fox 5. It all happened over cheese eggs <laughs> okay this is in Atlanta I was. it was a frightening moment for a customer after he said a waitress at Waffle House pointed a gun at his head over. after a dispute over food she was like I will blow my brains out <laughs> Candy Franklin said in an argument with a waitress over food sizzled out of control early Wednesday morning it all happened over cheese eggs at first, they didn't bring them to me. Then they brought me normal eggs and said I ordered eggs with cheese on it. I tipped her and everything. It was a normal dispute over food. I never in a million years thought it came to gun, It would come to gun violence. I was looking down at my food, making sure it was right, and when, I, and, and when I just saw people running, I looked up and she had a gun at me. I didn't think she would shoot me, then she cocked it back. So I was like, maybe she's about to do something. (laughs) Then it's time for me to turn into Rambo and get out of there. (laughs) After Atlanta police confirmed they are investigating the incident, I was fearing for my life because I have been shot before and I lost a brother to gun violence. All that was going through my mind. A representative for Waffle House said that they received a customer complaint and have launched an investigation. Fuck you, Waffle House. The police will handle the investigation. Thanks. No more Waffle House for me at all, Franklin said. <laughs> As tensions boiled over, Franklin got uh, is glad uh, things weren't worse. They must have had some good eggs and cheese in there. I've never been that serious. It's never been that serious. <laughs> I'll I'm, tell you what. I'm, 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 okay, I'm laughing, but it's just because of the, the way that the article's written. Dear God... I mean, I I don't like telling waitresses or or cooks or anything that the food's wrong and to redo it because Lord knows what they're going to do to the food. I never in a million years would think the waitress is going to pull a gun and be like, "You dare say that our eggs on way as you ordered, sir? I shall blow forth your brains from your skull."
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's the fifteen hundred shit right there, man. Like that's that's going way back, like flintlock style, man. Like. Oh, no, sir. You shall not question the quality of the food I serve. It's like, like, it's, it's like the, in the
0: movies where they, somebody asks for ketchup and the, and the chef comes running out of the kitchen with a knife. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> right. but Or like uh, like once upon a time in Mexico, like when Johnny Depp's like, yeah, this is the best Puerco Pabil I've ever had. I'm going to go back into the kitchen and shoot the chef. And he just finishes his plate, gets up and shoots the chef like that's 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 how casual all of this sounds i don't think i've ever seen that but let me let me point something out here
0: have you you've been to waffle house correct oh yeah i love waffle house i love waffle house give me a double or triple order of hash browns country style baby all day long I,
1: i'll even eat their steak if that's what you want to call it they call it steak it's meat i think you um, know, at the, at the price they sell it, they can call it whatever the fuck they want. It tastes good.
0: That's the thing. Like that's... But here is the thing, you know, being on the road uh, for various reasons, uh, and you end up at a Waffle House at three in the morning. You you get the you get to learn how they clean the Waffle House. And I've been in a Waffle House in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, where. I, I literally saw the waitress like start putting like all the napkins and stuff away because the chef was dragging in a garden hose to start spraying everything down. Where they're eating the, the everything's now is like condensation on all the windows from this guy spraying this garden hose to clean the kitchen. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But let's go back to Waffle House in general. They do not hire Rhodes Scholars. They don't. I'm sorry. If you ever worked in a Waffle House, this is not an insult. But their hiring standards are not the highest in the land. Uh, they will hire just about anybody. There's people in there working with face tattoos.
1: <laughs> but they make great Fiesta omelets. Mm. I'm just... Hey, you know what? We got we to gotta push back to the positive, man. That face is, tattoos, I'm, conv- I'm
0: convinced that's why you can see the entire kitchen in Waffle House, cuz that's the only way people would ever be confident enough to eat there after seeing the staff.
1: That is a very interesting theory. I think that we should we should ask Waffle House corporate about that and see what answer they give us that is not the truth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can write a letter.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I would hope so, because I have the fine motor skills of a drunk toddler. I'm uh, gonna a type, and, and,
0: it, and, asshole. <laughs>
1: good. Good. Uh, you need fine motor skills to type, too. You should see me enter the password to get into my computer. It takes eight minutes.
0: But can you imagine just the waitress pulling out a freaking gat and being like, All right. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Yeah. Maybe she's lactose intolerant. Moving on.
0: <laughs> the next one. Well, what are we
1: gonna give the way Oh, what are we oh give?
0: you want to guess? You want to score the waitress a five? Duh, she threatened someone's yes. life with a gun. It's a five. What you Good,
1: doing? that's a five. Well, what do you mean? when I want? I want to. Come on, man. We gotta rate them.
0: Being reported by the Manchester Evening News out of the UK, nurse who claims she has been hypnotized at work, causing her to fart, fails in bid to sue the NHS. Yep. Yep, we're, we're, going down to, we're going down to fart jokes now. A nurse has failed in her bid to sue the NHS after claiming she was being hypnotized at work, causing her to fart. The health worker lost her tribunal after insisting she was unfairly dismissed after being possessed and gaslighted. The, <laughs> gaslighted? The nurse said that she was suffering from unwelcomed gastrointestinal disturbances at work, including flatulence. <clears throat> Excuse me. The tribunal also heard that she claimed that she was gaslighted throughout the use, uh, through, though through the use of low frequency sound waves, and her private parts were being attacked. She blamed her experience on poor heating and ventilation at the hospital unit where she worked. The nurse self diagnosed herself as being the target of uh, idomotor phenomenon, a little known hypnotic concept which it's said to make people's move, uh, movements. Um, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, you just be able to move unconsciously is what it comes down to. They start using medical terminology. Uh, the acute medical unit nurse described it as a extremely bothersome when she went to send an email at work in April 2019. It claims leads, uh, lead bosses to become concerned about her mental health, and they referred her to, to an occupational health team. The nurse said, quote, I would like to report an observation, observed pattern of likely inappropriate use of hypnosis <laughs> slash automotor phenomenon in my NHS workplace. In the last three months I have been working in the department, I have experienced odd symptoms, which I think is likely related to the above phenomenon. I am a healthy individual and and does not have any past medical history, but recently I have various symptoms, including headaches, breathing difficulties, and gastrointestinal disturbances. It is uh, This also includes having uh, slurs similar to that of being possessed. I have also noticed in some of my patients and colleagues at work. It becomes extremely bothersome and a distraction at work. It also involves the, a feeling of being attacked in various parts of my body, including one of my private part, which I feel is very inappropriate. I understand the control is achieved in this phenomenon with an altered state of consciousness, and the poorly controlled uh, heating and inadequate ventilation in the area is set up for this purpose. I have also noticed I am being subjected to significant stress and anxiety, which I think may make the subject uh, control easier in this process. This is the form of excess... Oh my God, dude. This just goes on and on and on. Oh my God. They published like the letter in its entirety, typos and all. <laughs> um, three different doctors didn't did see her, two of which determined she was unfit to work, and the trust repeatedly tried to get her to see a psychiatrist. However, the nurse indicated she was not mentally ill and refused to see a psychologist, claiming that she was being experimented upon.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: She suggested she suggested that she was electromagnetic radiation sensitive and dismissed one diagnosis of psychosis as incorrect. The nurse was suspended and then sacked on December 2019 after refusing to cooperate with psychiatric help, with the trust saying, there are no other options than dismissal. She tried to sue the trust for unfair dismissal and disability discrimination, but lost that case. Employment judge Olivia Himes admitted that the tribunal had no idea what Ida miter phenomenon was at, <laughs> as he ruled the trust did not discriminate against the nurse or unfairly dismiss her. Judge Hines said that the, the bosses did what they did purely because they had perceived to be impairments of her mental health exhibited from her various statements. Chick was nucking futz.
1: <laughs> yeah, buddy. First thing I'd have done... Is I'd have had security run to the fucking staff locker room and find me the tin hat that she is wearing. I would go I would go in there, I would find everything in her locker, the tinfoil hat, the freaking Heaven's Gate, like manual and, and like sweatsuit and Nike shoes. Like she's got it all in there, man. This lady is a flat earther. Like what in the ever loving shit? like no man no she thinks that aliens ki- like she thinks that lizard people are running the white house and she's in the uk I mean like this is this is just so bad and she's trying to sue trying to sue based on discrimination and this this organization that she, the trust that she works for is like whoa fall back let's get you some help and she's like no I don't need help and now I'm gonna sue you, like no, 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 that's not the way this works. Like they, they, they actually did exactly what they were supposed to do. They, they were like, "Whoa, there's a problem. We can help you fix." It. I don't need help. Nah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's like okay. So we're a company, and we're employing a person who obviously is in trouble in some way shape or form okay we can't begin to speculate as to what the trouble is so we want to refer you to the appropriate parties and probably still pay you while you're getting help to go get help let's do this and then she outwardly refuses and states that they just need to do everything that she says and change everything about the building that nobody else seems to be complaining about But just to cater to her whims and needs, they have to change everything or else they're being unfair. Okay. so what other choice does company have? Does this trust have? And to be like, well, we want to help you. You won't let us, but you want to stay here and you're kind of being destructive towards our day to day operations and you still refuse help. So we're we're kind of left without any due course because they can't make you get the help i wish they could because she definitely needs it but if you won't take the bone that they give you then you can't play anymore i mean like that's it like when you're in somebody else's sandbox you got to play by their rules girl So, so come on so you're obviously
0: dealing with somebody who has a mental health problem um I have a hard time giving somebody a score when it is a medical issue, other than the fact that nobody in her life put her in check. I think that's where the side the liability is when you see somebody who's going through this, you kind of have an obligation to try and, and step in the the employer actually did they tried to offer help, but they can't force her to yeah help. um but where's the, where's the family and friends that were weren't doing anything to try to to, try to help in this matter um I mean, we're gonna give us a. I have to give a societal score of like a two.
1: I would have to agree with you on that one, man. Because think about it. like you and I—we've known each other for 15 years, okay—and there have been times, more so with me, starting to go off the freaking handle about something, and you just have to sit back and go, "Hey, man, you're being an idiot. You need to put yourself in shit." And no, I'm not. I'm, and it's it's not. I'm not even paraphrasing. Like this is; these are literally the words that Raz says to me. He's like, "You're being an idiot, and you need to stop it." This is what reality looks like. You can substitute it with whatever you think is happening, but when everything clears, you will see that things have been going this way. If you jump onto this side of the track where reality is actually happening, you'll have a much happier life. And you know what? I mean, sometimes you know the truth sometimes it's mean it doesn't have to be but sometimes it, it can't be any other way and that's where the family and friends of this woman really should have stepped in like hey you know if, if Raz would come to me one day and say that he's being subject to some bullshit like this lady is in the article I'd be like dude you need some help you need it like I'd be calling up say, I, I'd be calling up whoever I have to, to, to get you that help. Because I'm your friend. Like, where, where are her buddies? That's what bothers me about this, and that's why I agree with you. That's a societal score of a two.
0: Our next story, and our last story for the day. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Felsmare man arrested after intercourse with miniature horse. This is being reported by the SebastianDaily.com. After noticing ligature marks and bungee cords around its neck, the owner of a miniature horse in Vero Beach installed cameras in her barn. A few days later, the owner saw a man enter the barn, stand behind the horse in a sexual manner. After nearly two hours, the man returned to the barn three times during the night. For nearly two hours, I'm sorry. Uh, Deputies... (laughs) The man was identified as 57-year-old Santiago Victoria of... The horse, uh, uh, the horse owner also called the Indian River County Sheriff's Office to report the incident. Deputies interviewed Santiago, who admitted to having intercourse with the horse. Oh, my God. He also told deputies that he did not have permission to be in the barn. Santiago was arrested and charged with three counts of burglary of a a structure and and transported to the Indian River County Jail, where his bond is set at $75,000. He might want to bail out
1: fast. Yeah. And, you know, I would like to personally just say how much I think this article could have been brought to life if somebody like Dr. Seuss had have written it because like intercourse yes of course intercourse you say yes intercourse of course with a horse intercourse you like like there's just there's there's so many there's so many ways you could go with that and i really feel as if hmm, like we missed an opportunity we've had some really well written articles before and this guy he really could have taken it to the other. He could have he could've
0: he could have taken it to the upper decks and had a real real bit of fun with this one, but um Mr. Santiago will forever be known as the horse fucker. <laughs> but you know, when, when we worked in the in the prison system, we had an individual that was a turkey fucker. Remember the turkey fucker? Yes we did. Yep. Yes we did. Yep, this guy worked in a turkey factory. Uh Plains Hill Farms, is that what it was called?
1: Uh I believe it was called Puritan's Pride. Puritan's Pride—that's what it was.
0: And uh, yeah. yeah, he was fucking a turkey.
1: <laughs> yes, he was. Lots of foul play with him.
0: Oh my lord, no! Why? <laughs>
1: well, it's not like he, it's not like he was horsing around like this other guy was. Okay.
0: okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, can you imagine what this guy's going through sitting in lockup right now?
1: Hey, horse fucker! <laughs> yeah. I bet you somebody's going to take him back to a stable. That's all I got to say.
0: <laughs> okay, folks, I'm going to end this here this right now before this gets any worse Uh, thank you for listening to this latest episode of the social liability podcast we do record every saturday ish usually i mean it, it could change occasionally but for the most part we record every saturday make these available to you for free each and every week the only thing we ask that you pay us is attention tell a friend and listen to us on just about any uh major podcasting platform and some that i've never even heard of It's it's true. (laughs) Uh, Once again, I am the Razgrees with my co-host, The Buck Rundle, wishing you all a great week. Thanks a lot.